0: Welcome to Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Joining me today is Sean Finnegan. Chomp Chomp.
1: And Brian Malkowitz. You have not been on the show in a while. It's good to see you again. Thank you for having me. It's been a while. I think it's almost been a year since I've been on a Fireteam Chat episode. About. Anybody, any dedicated watchers are probably like... Who C yeah. Team Brian Malkowitz. C Team, <laughs> wait, C Team. C
0: J and Fran are out. They were there for the IGN first recording. They were there for uh, Guardian Con. Guardian Con, yes, yep. uh, it was so awesome getting to meet everybody at Guardian Con. Let's talk about what's coming up on the show. On today's show, we're going to be talking about Bungie Day and a little bit about what it means to guardians on the internet. We're also going to talk about our IGN First coverage and go over some of the things we discussed. And we're also going to tease a few things we have upcoming for the community. Guys, don't forget, if you're listening to the audio version of this show, thank you. And if you have some time, please take a moment to leave a review as it helps us grow. All right, Brian, Sean. Bungie Day. It is the 10-year anniversary of the first day it started. Celebration items were originally given out on Xbox Live, and that included like gamer pics, dashboard stuff. Uh, The Halo 2 Blastacular map pack was made free. (laughs) Fast forward to today, they're giving us some awesome 4K wallpapers, and they're doing a little film festival about your finest moments in Destiny. So to celebrate that, I thought we would... Do our entry right now, live on the show. Talk about some of our finest moments in Destiny 1 as we move into Destiny 2. So, here we go. One of my finest moments in Destiny was definitely my Flawless Raider attempt. I remember it specifically, exactly like it's happening right now. <laughs> especially the jumping puzzle see part. see it in your mind's oh, eye. I remember the jumping puzzle. The jumping puzzle part because, I mean, I have the VOD of it. You can hear the whole team's like exasperated gasps as I jump and I hit that geometry and it tries to force me off and I like (laughs) jump to try and save it and I managed to hit the ledge and then we go to the end and it's where it's intense because like you could fall off the ledge you could you could stand with the bubble the shield too close to the, the thing when you're taking down Atheon but we did it I got that flawless Raider trophy in year one uh, that's probably one of my favorite memories in Destiny. What about you, Sean?
2: Uh, my memory is a trials related memory. Uh, I uh, was we were playing on Pantheon. This is like one of the very first weeks of trials, uh, where. Uh, you know where the flag spawns on the raised platform in the middle of Pantheon? So it was a 1v3, and I was trying to snag the flag because the only way I thought I could beat all three players was to ninja the flag from them. So I'm sprinting yeah. towards the flag. I come out through the waterfall area, and they're already there. And I this is during the, the heyday of like the last word for me. And I remember... One, I killed one right off the bat. His buddy tried to res him while the other guy jumped up on the flag. I killed him, and then I turned around and just no-scope sniped him in the head, and I won the round, and my team was like, oh! <laughs> we had one of those moments. And I don't know, there's just so few feeling Like, there's such, you get such a feeling of, like, badassness or, like, you're such a baller when you come out on top of a play where you were definitely not supposed to come out on top. Oh, I think yeah. that has to be my top memory, in like the first year of Destiny, there are many, but mine has to be PVP related.
0: Basically, every time I have uh, the final kill in Crucible, I feel like it's one of those moments. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, <laughs> oh, that was supposed top. to happen. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what about you? So
1: mine is also trials related. Um, as you guys know, and probably Finnegan more, is that I am bad at PVP. Like. It's just so much to the point where I just, I just make PVE my main, primary thing to do in Destiny. So, so this one uh, time I got a kill. This one time <laughs> I got a, no. So I think it was uh, Bodum and you, I believe. Maybe, maybe it was somebody else. But we were, no, we were doing we. trials. Yeah. I know you were there. I know you were there for sure. But uh, and my we were got this epic. Dude. <laughs> yeah, you, away, away with you. No, we actually went flawless on this this trials run. And, you know, and like this is coming from a guy, and I didn't get carried. That much, by the way. Um, you know, <laughs> contributed. I, I contributed well enough. You know, I didn't go, you know, negative on kills. But this is coming from a person who's like 0.5 KD in Crucible. You know, and mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, after pushing PvP aside so much, and then being able to go flawless once in <laughs> the entirety of Destiny, that was uh, probably my proudest and finest moment. I, I actually have knock on flawless that many times. Well, so here's the
2: interesting thing: didn't we go flawless? But you had an interesting hiccup, right? Or is that No, a no, no. This is a different time. So I tried okay. to go... We're go, talking good so memories. We're talking, no, we're was, talking good memories. good for me. Yeah. No, Long no, no. story so, short. So tell the story. There
1: was please. another time. It wasn't with... I don't think you were there. It was with me. and so, I, I forget who it was. But anyways, we were... I don't think you were. But I we went flawless, basically. But a last-minute disconnect caused me... To lose out. Lose with flaws. It? <laughs> so it was a weird glitch, too, because, it, you know, like Mercury was accessible on my directory. Really? Yeah. So I was able to click Mercury. Like, it's, you know, it's right there. But I was like, sorry. And he like, sorry, you don't have the credentials to go yeah. here. And, you know, you know <laughs> and the it other people team, the fire team. It
2: showed that he was one win short. Yeah. But yeah. both the other team, which I think it was me. Uh, yeah, it might have been you. But the two team had it. The full card. <laughs> we could go. And Ryan could go. <laughs> they got their,
1: they got their, you know, their their gear. and Did their they invite loot? you in? Of and of course. Then it said no.
2: Of course, yeah. this happens to Brian because yeah. if any of you guys are like old school watchers, Brian is the reason we didn't complete the raid on the first day for Wrath of the Machine because uh, we got disconnected. Was it me? Yeah, you got disconnected Man, on the run that we were gonna have it. S- those we <laughs> we had him. We had uh, what's access to like five percent on yes. the last bit, mm. and then it just goes. Brian X Bang has
1: departed, departed. from the party. We were like, you know, are funny about you? About you I was still in the party for maybe like maybe like two seconds before the internet just completely cut out and I hear what the f-? yeah <laughs> and it's just it like just completely very I
0: have, a bad, Brian, Brian I have a lot of bad Brian
1: Redbar Malkiewicz I have a lot of bad memories but great memories in the raid because the <laughs> first so time I went to funny. vault the glass with the uh, jumping puzzle and it took me like 30 minutes to figure that oh, whole yeah, thing I've out I've
2: told that story on this show yeah, like that's times. me. Destroyed, he was the yeah. one. I was the subscribe. one who couldn't
1: do it. I thought It No, we took him into the raid. It was you, Alfredo, and like I think some of his uh, his streaming crew.
2: Yeah, and uh, it was uh, the first. Granted, it was the first. Everyone has trouble on the drum puzzle. The very first. It was my time very go first time the through the
1: Fault to Glass. Forewarning. Yeah, but.
2: and it was really funny. He. It must have took him like thirty minutes. Yeah. To get it done before
1: they said, just. I'll go to orbit there and we'll with teach
2: you was great. In my
1: defense, they were telling me to go down to that bottom ledge and jump across the thing without using the platforms that were uh, right there.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, okay.
1: And. Later it's on. Their I hear about the bad it, it, it's, it was bad teammates. It's bad teammates. teammates. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. I didn't know about the platforms that spawned all the way to the left well, when you first jump in
0: there. I'm glad at the end it ended up being a fond memory oh, yeah. after all. Guys, those were our memories for Bungie Day. Bungie's holding a little competition right now, and if you want to enter, you can actually send yours in. Just go over to Bungie.net and check out the weekly update this week. Moving on, however, we're going to discuss some of our coverage for IGN. First, they had the open beta announcement trailer, uh, just kind of giving you a tease and what you can expect in the beta. Here's what contains, they said on the update, Homecoming, the opening mission and cinematics from Destiny 2's campaign. Is it the opening mission? We
1: don't know. Yeah, they, they say that fun. in there because
2: speculation about that, right?
1: Well, there's still some contradiction because they say that there's things that happen before mm-hmm. homecoming that you do before you get maybe send a that mission.
2: Yeah. Also, we, I mean, we've played it, and what's interesting is they've kind of positioned the opening of the game as like the, you know, they take the they take the traveler, the mm-hmm. cabal take the traveler, and the guardians are without their light, mm-hmm. and even in some of the cinematics we see like
0: them losing their light. Yeah,
2: and like the mm-hmm. ghosts disappearing, and like the kind of. I haven't light. seen that part. Oh yeah. Cool. The, the the light like disappearing off guardian's bodies and stuff.
1: As they're like kinda like struggling yeah, through. But in, like, in homecoming,
2: program. you have access to your super, and if you, you die, do. you can get res. I think so it's, it's
0: like, like that. that's I think it's just gonna be to a beta it, thing, really. We refer to it in the biz as a vertical slice. So that means it's like yeah. a mission where you can get an idea of what the game is gonna be like. But I think but not necessarily for. Yeah, I
1: think homecoming is gonna be that mission where it's like you at your most powerful mm-hmm. and then the traveler's gonna or sorry, the cabal's gonna come in. Stop the traveler's light, and then that's where we're you know we're dropping down to level what- one. I think it. I think that's how the game will progress.
0: But I think yeah. what we're going to experience in the beta is just that homecoming mission we played at E3. Well, yeah. I was going to say
2: there may even be a third part to that homecoming mission. You know, there's the part in the tower, and then there's the part on the ship, mm-hmm. and you never get all the way to the bottom to disable the like the thing you get confronted by whatever, you get Gary by Gull. yeah Gary yeah. yeah and uh that's where it ends right like i'll bet you that third act is you lose that fight they take the traveler we've seen that in the, Everyone in the trailer like he yeah. he's like
0: You'll, let me reintroduce you it's a death yeah he
2: goes yeah. like your journey ends, oh yeah when he kind of kicks whatever, you off of the uh, he kicks you out he kicks your, like, I'll yeah, you like i bet you that's how it ends yeah. is like yeah. you lose that fight they so take the traveler. The guardians lose their light, yeah. and that's where like the beginning of the game
1: happens.
0: Yeah. So it's probably whatever. a chopped up
1: mission for yeah, the beta, and there's probably extended a, in there. But I had a theory that your guardian
0: would die. We'll have to see what happens.
1: September six. But what about the whole by. like your appearances come over and everything? What happens? If, I, I like,
0: think you die, and then your ghost survives you one last time, and then you get the traveler's light back and all the ghosts. Or you,
2: you die, and yeah. then your ghost <laughs> survives you, and it's like here's your character select screen. Yeah. You have to like redesign yeah. a whole new yeah. character. Bye.
0: It's gonna be really really interesting. Yeah. Uh, whatever they do, we don't know. By the way, Not, this is wild, speculation. wild <laughs> speculation. Yeah. Also contained within will be countdown. Enter the Crucible to battle other guardians in a brand new mode: attack or defend the base. On a new map custom built to support this new game type. Control, we're gonna get to play Control. By the way, we'll talk about that a little later. The original standard for Crucible Combat is back with some impactful changes. Control the zones on another new map built with this objective in mind. The Inverted Spire Strike, strike at the heart of a Vex stronghold. Bring two willing allies or let matchmaking introduce you to a fire team of Guardians. New subclasses, the new fighting style for each class will be at the ready. Choose from the Domblade Warlock, the Arcstrider Hunter, or the Sentinel Titan. And the farm for one hour, one hour, you guys, on Sunday, July 23rd. We're inviting you to tour the new social space in Destiny 2, 10 a.m. Pacific. You're welcome to kick the ball into the net or befriend a chicken. His name is Ralph, by the way. Most vendors and services will be offline. Our goals are to see how many of you we can accommodate at once. That is everything contained within the beta. What do you guys think? Seems like a hefty amount. That's good. Pretty crucible heavy.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong, though. That seems like a little bit. I mean, I'm not complaining about the amount of content that's in the beta. Um, Just a little um, is fine, but seemed like a little bit less than the Destiny One beta. And I don't alpha. know. Do we you had remember
0: that Destiny the, One was two crucible maps
1: on control? But it map. had it had you could go to Earth and you had like all of Earth to yeah, explore. Yeah, but only it,
0: up until level eight, right? Yeah, yeah. But you could still go. Two you could still go to level phases? twenty areas. There was a be, alpha and a beta. So and the alpha yeah.
2: was like levels one through eight, and then the second it was like one was one like one through eight six. through fifteen, right? I don't. Think I do I, don't like, like, I don't think it was
0: like one through six, and the other one was like. I think it only always capped at level eight. I think you're right, Brian. But it had. I don't know. That was a million years ago. Yeah. However, um. They have kind of talked about why they're not letting you have too much access to it. They felt like they gave away too much exploration in the beginning. And then it's like you had to grind up through that part again. And a lot of people, when they come into the full game, they're like, well, I already did this. I mean, this is actually
2: this is a sentiment I've heard a lot of gamers express with sort of pre-release content, beta or alpha phases. It's like sometimes they're a little uh, they're. Disinclined to play that stuff Mm -hmm. because they don't want, they don't like the idea of having to do it all again, which is what you Mm -hmm. said. That's how I feel. I I mean I think it depends on what you're going into the beta to do. If it's to play and actually progress then sure, you the idea of having to do all that stuff again, that sucks. But if you want to go in there and just get a taste of what it's going to be like and see how the different things are kind of lining up or shaping up, then you're getting a good variety of different things here. You got some PVP, you got some PvE, you got the farm, some of the neat new stuff that they're introducing and you're going to get like a little taste of it
1: all. That's why yeah. I kind of want to speculate that, you know, because they have like they have the farm here for 1 hour. On the that that Sunday, they did the same testing. It is a stress test, but they did that same thing with the Destiny One Alpha. Like if you guys or the beta, if you remember, like that final Sunday, they opened up the moon for like an hour. That's right. Um, so it's I am kind of speculating that they might do the same thing. I forgot that they did that. Yeah, yeah. Like I was was really upset because I wasn't at home Mm -hmm. and I heard you know just on Twitter like, oh the moon's Moon's open Destiny, you're like rise, and (laughs) like you really want to go see it. But I mean I they probably might do the same thing here. You know aside from the farm, but that's pretty cool to give us a taste of the open world, but. Maybe not. Who
0: knows? We could talk a little bit more about the farm because it was a piece of our IGN first coverage. Brian, you watched it. I did watch it. As an external spectator, you wrote down some questions here on our uh, see. Where, Show did I, where, did I, where did I put it? On these page down. one near the bottom. The farm. Oh, yeah. The farm.
1: Okay. So I wanted to understand if the farm is going to be the main social space in Destiny 2.
0: So I That's watched
2: the footage. I watched the footage over Brian's shoulder, and my first thought was it's cool a little
1: small though that's that's my thing is like you, it seems a little small like you did want to fit 26 people in here it's like how long can that just seem like a good so place? in the video that you guys watched
0: there's a there's an additional area behind where i started walking in down the hill and there's like campfires back there and there's a house off to the left that we didn't explore mm-hmm. and like a long dock that we didn't show in the video because they did say that the world's going to populate more. Sure. And at the time, there were just a few people there.
1: And they wanted us to avoid spoiler-heavy
0: stuff. So they were like, well, let's just save that. Yeah, because in the
1: video, it doesn't it doesn't go in a lot. You know, it showed Tyra It showed the Cryptarch and the Postmaster. But it doesn't, you know, show, like, faction vendors. It doesn't show yeah. the Vanguard. Because I'm sure in the beginning of the game, the Vanguard isn't even at the farm because yeah. they're scattered throughout the We were asked not to,
0: like, go into inventory and stuff like that. Sure. I don't know yeah. if it's because they're still working on it or what. But, uh, yeah, we were able to just give you a t- Of the Mm. farm. Now about the space, it does feel similar in size to the tower. Okay, basically. Okay, so So it's like a you gotta you gotta be
1: there to really understand the scope. Yeah, size.
0: Tower kind of had like these branching sides. It had three three major branches, but really, it's not that big. The Mm -hmm. tower in itself. Oh yeah, Yeah. I'd say maybe Mm -hmm. even a. Yeah, I don't want to give any comparative space because then people will be like. Destiny 2 social space is smaller than ever. But if, so if
2: it is the, I don't, so my prediction based on Literally nothing is I don't think it'll be the main social space. Like I think at some point you have it here in a later question about mm-hmm. whether or not we get the tower back.
1: Yeah, because like the part of the narrative is I like we're fighting the for game. the last city back, right? Yeah. So you'd imagine like, hey, we want our home back. Like, yeah, like we want I, the tower. That's our I'm that's just gonna guess.
2: Are. I'll bet you one day we reclaim the tower and it becomes a separate social space. Yeah. Um the For those question, guardians
1: who have finished the campaign. Yeah. Maybe yeah. yeah, maybe even later in like a year or two down line in Destiny's life if that's like added in expansions or that's something like that. But
2: yeah, cuz like and it, I mean, I would still be cool to have like the Iron Temple open as well later on, you know. Like I think the and you know um maybe something on the Dreadnought, you know, places that we've been that we know exist in the lore and yeah. exist within the universe that we've mm-hmm. already been inhabiting for a while. The question I have about the farm specifically is uh how do you get there? <laughs> yeah, like I yeah. want to know so again, I hate I bring it up all the time in World of Warcraft, the social spaces are I've
0: heard of it. Yeah, it's You've this great Murphy's
2: MMORPG that, that uh, a lot of people played for a long time. has been going on for a while. Uh, in World of Warcraft, the social spaces are cities or outposts that yeah. are either horde or alliance, basically faction-controlled, or neutral, where both they can... So both you think horde you can an alliance. side with Gaul? Well, sure. what I'm saying is like... These spaces people can come and go at will from the outer world. That is, oh, explorable. you mean like
1: if you want to go explore the EDZ, you just like walk from the farm into it would be like, patrol. It, yeah, basically. it would
2: be like you're driving around your sparrow on Earth, and all of a sudden there's like a pathway leading up into the mountains, and you just take it up there, and all of a sudden you're in the city. There's right. no loading in, and all you do is go past some guards who basically make sure that, like in a, in 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 World of Warcraft, the NPCs would just attack. Random sort random mobs of that mobs come that in. yeah try and come into the city.
0: Or, I don't know if you can do that.
2: That's what I'm saying is like, could if I'm in the farm, could I just walk walk to the, the edge and then be out on Earth, like I in don't, the neutral zone? I don't or think so.
0: I think there is an area where it's like the tower is right now. It's like no, you can't go that far. It's, it's
1: not like, something yeah. you because like return
0: to the space. main
2: area tent. Yeah, yeah, see, uh, yeah. Right.
1: that's a bummer. But at least you don't have to go to orbit. Yeah, we st- we get that at least. Well, you can just open yeah. up your directory and, and
0: sure. open up your directory, go wherever you want to go, and it just sends you directly there, as opposed yeah. to which will go to orbit, to go pick the place, then go there again.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I don't know what it what it entails, like on a technical perspective, but like you think it would be really cool, and it would be a rate a great. Uh, immersive experience for the players if you could yeah be walking around in the town or in the farm and then all of a sudden just like hop on your sparrow and fly out of there and maybe just that part inside the farm is instanced so that people can kind of come and go as you please and once you leave you're out of that server and into a different one mm-hmm. where there are other players and stuff that way you keep the populations even but like having to like bring up the directory and go out i think yeah. that would be a little immersion immersion breaking
0: you do have a good note here, uh, actually. Though they said it's dynamic, could the size grow as you play through story? I don't know if that's possible. Yeah. Like maybe the, I didn't see any sections that could possibly like open up that I can think right. of.
1: But uh, maybe, yeah. The, the only like argument against that is like, what would that look like to a guardian who hasn't progressed? Right. So if you come into the farm, but like someone who's level forty and they've opened up parts of the. The place that you have you have access yeah. to is like what would that look like to them when you go to that space? You just yeah they just yeah. like just disappear. disappear through a door <laughs> that uh, like a closed door or is yeah. like, is, and then you walk up to I it and it's like answered, denied entry. I think you've
0: answered your own question. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah so it's like, like yeah no. I thought about that as yeah. a
1: question I'm like I don't know if that would work. Yeah.
0: And uh, your final your final question here. No, you can't kick the chickens. No you kicking you? Ralph. You ever You ever
1: played a Fable? You can kick chickens and it was funny, but everybody called you chicken chaser for it. But
0: so
2: in Counter Strike there are chickens on a few of the maps. You guys are monsters. And you can, sh- you can shoot fun. the chickens, and when they get shot, they make a noise, and people have used them to distract players before. Really? Because Counter-Strike's a game about sound, right? If you hear yeah. something, you're like...
1: What was that, snipe? <laughs> yeah, snipe? Chicken abuse goes as far back as, the, what, like A Link to the Past? There you go. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't remember. Planning, so don't quote me on revenge. that. They, they got they their, get their revenge. They got their revenge
0: yeah. in Link to the Past. Yeah.
2: Also, it affords the opportunity, again, in Counter-Strike, like when Halloween rolls around, like everyone was surprised to see all the chickens running around in little ghost costumes. Yeah. Like, it's pretty funny. You have yeah, the opportunity cool. to do that in
0: Destiny now, too. That's yeah. awesome. I don't know if the chickens have ghost co- costumes. That's not confirmed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll Wild see what happens with Steam when they, uh, when Halloween comes up, and then we just see chickens with like like ghosts and like yeah. spiderwebs. There's like walking pumpkins. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: Uh, we also discussed uh, the vision piece, loadout locks.
2: Yeah, that was How do that you guys was interesting. Feel about that? that was the <laughs> most interesting piece mm-hmm. of. I mean, it's always really cool to hear about what they think the game is going to be and what they yeah. designed the game like in their heads for. Yeah. But the bit about having locked weapons for particular activities—they didn't confirm which, which activities. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, and I don't know. That sounds really interesting.
0: I think he's talking about the nightfall. Mm. Like that's the one that makes sense for me. Like. A new way to like elevate the challenge of Nightfall, yeah. for example, would easily be like, hey, you got to pick what you're bringing in there before you go. And that's what you get a way to elevate the challenge.
2: So I thought it might be trials. Mm-hmm. And they might Ooh. revert trials back to again a more halo like experience where most players are using the loadout that they come in with mm-hmm. and vying for control of preset power weapons. So like mm. there's a galahorn in a neutral spot on the map, and you have to run to grab it, and whoever controls the galahorn spawn has a better chance of achieving their goal. Mm. I think that might be crazy.
1: I wonder if that would that would kind of contradict the like, Sense of progression that people get, like, hey, I'm, I worked hard for this powerful weapon. Now I want to bring that into the most challenging PvP like mode in the game. Yeah, so, like so, then they lock that out, and like, all right, now you just go find a Galahorn somewhere in the. Well, you're well, right, but how- maybe- I think what he means
0: is like you have to pick your loadout, and then you're stuck with that loadout. Yeah. So you would be able to bring your coveted exotic, but that's the only one you get to bring.
2: Or like whatever they decide to place is the power weapon. There is a special version of whatever the weapon is. So like okay. maybe it's like. You can. You've discovered Gallahorn. You have a Gallahorn. You can bring that into trials if you want. But the Gallahorn that spawns in there is an iron Gallahorn, and it has five rockets in the tube, or some sure. shirt something. You, s- like, you saved it. <laughs> that would be really. I think that might be cool. I mean, I don't know how you balance that, or with if that's a good idea. <laughs> but it just seems like it might be interesting to me.
1: That's pretty cool. Um, want that for the, for like. PVE, I guess that'd be like kind of cool, too. But I mean, like, I guess it's less of an issue now considering, like, when you're in a PVE mode, you're like, ah, don't want to use a hand cannon or a scout rifle for this. And, like, kind of with your your kinetic and your energy weapons, that's not as big as a deal now because you can have... Primary weapons in both slots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're not just like, oh, this is better for scouts. This is better for hand cannons.
0: That's been the toughest thing for me to get used to when I have, like, let's say I equip two scouts that are basically the same, and I have my primary scout and my secondary scout. When I swap them, I have to look. I'm like, do I have the elemental damage one on, or do I have the, okay, I have the element, and I have to look at my menu. And it's, I mean, it should be down there in the bottom left. It is down there in the bottom left, but I have to be like, which one was, okay, because I don't know the weapons right now. Sure. And the thing about Destiny 1 is, your secondary weapons are so unique—it's shotgun, snipers, fusions. It's pretty obvious when you have that weapon type selected, as opposed to uh, Destiny Two right now. It's like I have a scout, and I, that's—I think a we'll scout.
2: I actually, I, I had the same problem the, f- the few times that I played Destiny Two. It was like I couldn't yeah. remember if I was on my, and I know it's not primary and secondary, a yeah. way, but I can't remember which weapon I'm on.
0: Elemental. And yeah, like kinetic. what I
2: would yeah. do is like I'll have an auto rifle as my primary, my primary, and then my like a submachine gun as my secondary. But then as I'm looking at them, 'em, I'm like, which one am I on? Yeah. I, I think we'll remember. soon
1: as we as we play that, I think we'll soon just like get into that groove and it'll just be it'll just be Oh well no. As you learn yeah. the weapons, you'll yeah. you'll understand the difference between them and then you're like that's just something that'll be second nature. Definitely. Yeah.
0: You have a note on here. Will it create a meta that these weapons are the best for this? I kind of hope so. That would be really cool to see again. Variety but variety is the issue. Remember when Tark was like the bad guy, and it's like this is what you should bring into that encounter: Gallonhorn. If you can't, yeah. if you're not bringing Gallonhorn,
1: <laughs> yeah. you're not in this Nightfall, buddy. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah.
0: But then it was like it was Black Spindle or Black Hammer at Black the Hammer time, back then, you know? yeah. which yeah. I never got.
1: Really? Never got Black never Hammer. Got Black oh man, I've so done Crota's broad. and so many, never got yeah. Black Hammer.
0: Yeah, Spindle though, right? I've Spindle, yeah. Spindle is the better story I think about getting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But it's exotic. But it's had, also had, a weaker had, version had, of a legendary and yeah. now it's exotic. Which they they yeah. basically
1: nerfed the legendary. Yeah. Back to
2: Well, them. they nerfed.
1: They did because it
0: was
2: yeah. ridiculous. It was super good. OP. You <laughs> take out a yeah. Fallen
1: Walker no problem from Yeah. Yeah. 100 yards away Yeah, whatever. Anything <laughs> that
2: stands kind of still, it was really OP. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh it was it was a really fun weapon to use. I kinda like that they're taking it back to sort of some Destiny One philosophies. The the controversial every gun has a defined loadout or uh role basically. Yeah. Uh yeah. I, I like that, for example, because it reminds me of year one when uh the vendors getting new weapons was like, what did they get this week? What's the new meta? Like, is it gonna change anything in the in the game style? And you could go buy that particular piece that you needed. Mm-hmm. I like that.
2: I, I think it's an interesting design choice, Uh, it does raise a question, though, which you brought up, which was, and I've seen Reddit talking about this a lot, is uh, weapon variety, right? So if all the weapons now have, if every weapon that exists in the game has a pre-designed role, and it's only that, and there are no variations of it, does that mean that they're, in order to make the variation on the same level or greater than it was in Destiny 1, there needs to be way more weapons, which we don't actually know if that's confirmed or not. well, they so have, That's just a big question.
0: They have talked about ways that they can adjust weapons even though they have defined roles and stuff like that. They've I know they have weapon mods too, it. right? But that we well, don't they know what they'll said do. That, have they do. We don't Yeah. I don't know if they've said that specifically. And right. like I didn't encounter anything when I was playing, so. Right. Uh the only thing was uh I wanted to say was exotic's definitely give you Kind of a unique experience with your weapon relationship, if you want to call it that. Like, uh, they're now more coveted than they were before because they have those extra perks that aren't going to be on the vendor rolls. So I like that. I like that exotics are special again.
2: I mean, as it should be. But at it the same time, yep. it's like, I don't know. It's kind of cool when you finally get that the perfect palindrome or whatever,
0: right? it's kind of fun, but that 's just because that 's what we know right now when you that's get your true. perfect palindrome when mm. you get your perfect well, I was going to say Hawkman, but that 's an exotic well I just a the, really good assault rifle roll, or I
2: think the community's yeah. worry though is that like once you get the weapon it's gonna be boring, then what do you do like yeah
1: yeah you go it's just, just because the thing face. we know the thing we know is all right, we need to do the undying mind a million times so we can get the perfect um imago loop roll yeah but in my but opinion, that's what we that's, know now that's not fun that's, yeah design. yeah that, that's the problem is like yeah. you know people get set in their ways and it's like that's what i like doing now i like that grind that's what i want to do yeah, but it's is
2: like, it more fun if you do it on your first try and get the first roll and uh, the perfect role and then you're like well now i have no reason to ever go back yeah I guess, I guess i guess it just I also depends on the loot system
1: right it just depends yeah. on how it just they're comes delivering down to,
2: yeah like more rewards like exactly it, more it just rewards it's more like rewards. maybe
1: maybe we don't need to chase one gun all the time. See, we don't know all the information. And people are like,
0: I'm so worried. It's changing. I don't know. I don't like change. But it's just like, why don't you just wait and see what happens? Like, why freak out now? We don't even know what the game's going to be
1: like. Mm -hmm. And if Destiny 1 is any indication, that game massively changed over its three-year course. Definitely. Anyway, you also
0: brought up uh, the lack of progress in Destiny 1. Why don't you talk a little bit about what you're thinking there?
1: So where where did I make that note? I'm just trying to see this. So that was in the vision, yeah. When the vision piece where they said like, "Hey, there's a lack of progress in Destiny One." It didn't really like, like majorly elaborate on that. So it's like, what does that mean for Destiny Two? Like, what is what does progression look like? Does it mean that light level like changes drastically? Or is there more of it? Does your guardian feel more powerful? Yeah. Because um, right now, when you're when you're when you level up in Destiny, you're not like. Crazy, so if you go back to Earth, the level two enemies, you know, in the first place you spawn, you know, they're not they're they're easy to kill, but you know, it's not like you feel like a god mm-hmm. when you're fighting mm-hmm. those those lower level enemies. So it's like, do you think progression will? Yeah,
0: that's an interesting so, thing. Right, I can confirm that there is a progression system. Like you get new loot, and it seems to light, uh, light level us up, but. Uh, what I can't confirm is how that's going to work. They did say they're still tweaking things when we were playing. So I don't want to speak definitively about how, how the progression system is going to function because I don't know. Right. I don't know specifically. Well, you know, when, a lot of times when you do IGN first projects, you're getting early access to a game and they're like, hey, this is still being tweaked. We're not talking about that right now or that's not finalized. So we can't speak definitively, but there is definitely that light level progression
1: game that we all. Enjoy yeah, because we that, can see that climbing,
0: that, climbing the ladder. Yeah, we
1: already see that there's light level in the game just based off of the early gameplay. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I just realized we're actually running a little long. But what
0: else did you want to ask what you want about? We want to make this a new platform for years on ongoing content. So that's a good point. And Activision even said that they felt like that, that was a missed mark in Destiny 1, right?
1: Yeah, like the Destiny 1, as it stood, cannot last. Mm hmm. 10 years. So it's obvious that they wanted to release, you know, numbered games like Destiny 2. Who knows if they want to do 3 or 4.
2: Yeah, but I mean, I think the whole 10 year thing that I think it's being I think I think haters and people who are uh cynical cynical that's a great way to describe it uh the more cynical people on there say like this was supposed to be a 10-year game and i don't think anyone who had a level-headed perspective on that thought about the game being a 10-year thing but the yeah. franchise the franchise being yeah of a course but it's like, like is it really realistic to have expected you be playing destiny 9 on your ps on your xbox 360 yeah exactly yeah, it so my no my sense. my, yeah.
1: my my question here is like are they going to develop Destiny 2 as a platform that can last the rest of Destiny's franchise uh, Destiny's life cycle.
2: I think the answer is yes as long as the cadence of one if there's a roadmap and two if mm-hmm. the roadmap establishes a cadence of new and exciting and valuable content at a regular pace. Right. Again, World of Warcraft, man. Like World of Warcraft Always being vanilla WoW, what is it called? Yeah, World of Warcraft. It's this World little RPG Warcraft. development. Tell me more about that. brought it up a few times. World of Warcraft. It's Vanilla. hard not to, com-
1: to compare that. <laughs> yeah,
2: Vanilla WoW came out in 2004. Mm-hmm. And from 2004 to like mid-2005 or even early 2006, it was just that game. And then all of a sudden, you got Burning Crusade. And mm-hmm. then two years after that, you got Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah. And then that's where I stopped playing, so I forget the names. You of got Yeah, Pandaria. But you got uh, very yeah. oh, sizable. Panda games. Huge, Panda games. Huge. Yeah, Mists of Pandaria is one of them. Warlords of Draenor is the other mm-hmm. one. I don't remember. I'm legions is the most
1: recent? Yeah, What's the new one?
2: Legion. Legion is the one, yeah. I think. But at any rate, each one of these games is, I would say, even more sizable than the Taken King was relative to Destiny
1: 1. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, Blizzard... Built WoW as a platform yeah. that lasted more than a decade. Yeah, it's more like th- more than like they there's never been there's ever, never yeah, been a World like, of Warcraft II. because they they didn't need it. Yeah, and it's like is so, Destiny ever going to get to that point?
2: I don't. I mean, I think that there's value. And France brought this up before on the show. There is value in calling something Destiny Three, like adding sure. a new number to it because it gives. And they actually touched they touched on it in the Vision piece where they say every game that has a number on it is an opportunity to bring in new players and expand the audience base yeah. and do yeah. something new, yeah. which is good and I like that. But as far as the people who are there for the long haul and who want to see the game evolve over time, mm-hmm. as long as the content comes in sizable, valuable chunks, I don't think that there's any reason that it can't come – you know, like, it should be awesome to get it every two months, right? Like, yeah. or if every three months something big yeah. comes along, like, wouldn't that be amazing?
0: That would be great. That's what
1: I think I, they wanted. I mean, they've they've gone into some of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They've already, like, they want to put more content out for the, pe- for the I, players who are hungry for content. I think they've solved for that. We don't know how yet, but
0: they, they seem... They speak confidently, well, like Activision, specifically. and Activision, Activision commonly yeah. like,
1: yeah, we fix that for D two. Well,
0: I think I because like the live team, you know, the live well, team did these updates that were cool and they were fun, but it's like it's double, team, it's yeah. doubles. Well, have they
1: know? still said what the other two developers they brought on to help with Destiny are doing? PC stuff is that? Right. But I mean, that's they're using two developers for PC. Uh,
0: I know Vicarious Visions is working on the PC port, okay, and and then they have I, High Moon. High Moon, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know specifically. So I mean, we like, you have to move on though. Because, sorry,
2: last thought yeah. on this. Like, I just think it would be. I think, I think Activision obviously Bungie wants to give more, give better, awesome, more stuff to players. But I think Activision's very adamant about this because they see that they're leaving money on the table. Like, if oh, you, yeah. like, if there was, if we could deliver. I'm just saying, from Activision's perspective, if we could deliver. A Taken King style update every six months mm-hmm. that would increase mm-hmm. revenue like fifty oh, yeah. percent.
1: I mean, yeah,
0: just keep people in your game. That keeps yeah. people not subscribing. And I don't they think care. that's
2: I don't think that's a bad
0: thing. Like no.
2: I would pay for that personally. Like Taken King was awesome. It was huge. It changed I
0: mean, if, a bunch. How much is World of Warcraft a month? Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. Yeah. And how much is an expansion that we get? Like the Taken mm-hmm. King expansion. You know?
2: Yeah, forty bucks was Taken King. So that would
1: be you pay for, I think you pay what, for expansions in. In WoW, or is it just yeah? Like it's a full game release. Like it's $60. so you have yeah. so you have to buy, yeah. the, you have so to buy. the the the
0: subscription is just like what you, you play. Can, it's you the can play cost this. of entry. Yeah. yeah, so you don't have a subscription with Destiny, but I think that's how they're offsetting that cost is by releasing the DLC packages. And I'm going to be very interested to see how they handle that in Destiny too, yeah. because somehow they have to make up that revenue. I'm sure Activision is not just like yeah, more cool, emotes, we'll more emotes, those server costs. Yeah, no server. Yeah. Uh, We have to move on, and there's a few things I want to bring up. Don't forget, two more months, two months, this one, until Destiny 2, two (laughs) Two months, 11 days until the beta, and uh, I did want to talk about a few things coming on the way. So on Monday, you guys are listening on Friday, and because you're listening, thank you, I wanted to let you know that on Monday we are revealing Control. I had an interview with Lars Bakken, and we interview... Uh, him about the new control game type and all the changes happening in that mode and we also showcase the new map endless veil awesome that's what it's called uh i think you guys are gonna like it can you tell us more about endless Vale. you'll see monday we're gonna have gameplay of the sentinel titan we're gonna have gameplay of the Voidwalker warlock and it's not bad because i let Bungie play <laughs> that sounds Any- awesome anyway you know, that you know that you're terrible finally uh With the beta right around the corner, sometime next week, keep an eye on IGN because we have 5,000 beta keys to give away. 5,000. Obviously, there's some technical aspects of giving you guys those codes that we still need to figure out. Yeah. But uh, I'm working with Ryan McCaffrey, our previews editor here in uh, Bungie, to ensure that we get those distributed. With that many codes, it's basically going to be like, hey, come here, sign up. Here's your code because that is a large quantity to give away, so it sounds like you have a very good opportunity to play the Destiny 2 beta on the platform of your choice. Yes, you can redeem it on Xbox or PS4 or PC if you want to save it for later.
2: It's a great opportunity. Yeah. Make sure that you're subbing to Fireteam Chat and following us all on Twitter so that you don't miss out on any details of that yeah. because we're going to be Definitely. working through that and figuring out how to message that to the audience yeah. so you don't
1: miss it. But well also, but, Where's my code? <laughs>
0: subscribe we'll make sure, to Fireteam Chat. Yeah, we'll make follow sure you one. On <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, oh okay. I don't, I'm <laughs> I'll be making an announcement about code, that
0: yeah. next week. Keep an eye around Wednesday. Wednesday might be a good day to check out IGN.com. So uh, what else do we got to do? One thing, I definitely want to say thank you to everybody at GuardianCon who came up and said hello, and uh, everybody running GuardianCon, everybody who was involved in that process. That event was amazing. We talked about it during the live show. They raised $1.2 million for charity, $1.2 million. They blew past their goal for the year and uh... they're actually uh... going to a new venue next year and elevating that
2: yeah, event. you you guys touched a little bit about this last week on Unlocked, but I just want to echo the sentiment here. Like this is a really special thing. Oftentimes when we work in games or if you spend a lot of time on the internet, it can be easy to get wrapped up in the cynicism and like the sort of negativity that comes along with games, but uh when it's good, man, it's great. The community yeah, has done something really awesome one. here for charity, and it makes me proud to be part of that as a guardian.
0: Yeah, and you go to this event and like you see these kids who the community is helping, and it's just like it's just so great to be part of this community who's just like we understand each other. We understand the, the grind of Destiny, and we complain, and we challenge Bungie with some of the stuff that we don't like all the time. But at the end of the day, it's a game that's brought together this fantastic group of people who help others, help each other, mm-hmm. and it's just awesome.
1: And that's just a testament of like how strong and how large that community still is after yeah. three years. Like Not a really lot of games can do that. Definitely.
2: Here's something for you. Destiny has objectively made the world a better place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, it,
0: it did. It definitely did. Uh, that's all we have time for today. We actually have to clear out of the studio. There's some other IGN shows happening today. So, guys, Brian, do you remember that we do an outro? Were you here when we started doing it? I
1: don't know. It's been so long. Is there some some ritual that you guys. Yeah, uh, so we, we say, maybe point out, to the out the camera out and, and do then it. Do you guys, guys want to do,
0: do it? Yes, I would love to do it. All right, so we're going to do it right now. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, like, all that good stuff. And until next time.
1: Guardians Guardians out. out.